0: The four days of dates. Hello, him. this is Reverend Erich I'm glad to come to you through this medium. As you listen to the word of God today, I pray that you'll be impacted, your life will be transformed, and you experience God. Kingdom blessings. This morning I'll be speaking on kingdom factor. So it's a kingdom factor. Now I want you to I want to share something that before I start preaching. It, um, um it's, a, it's a more of a pastoral or maybe a leadership and apostolic information. every church goes through a season of giving birth. So the cycle in a church's life is like a cycle the cycle of a woman. It's not every time that a woman um uh, um whatever it I I don't want to. Now one of the things that you must understand is that like a church, every church goes to a time where it is lying fallow, there enters a season of ovulation and a season of giving birth. This is the second church I've pastored more than six years. The first church I pastored, every August ending September was when that happens. But when I started pastoring this church, I noticed that the month of May has been that month. It was in the month of May, we finally agreed Finally, though, we started processing the property for this, buying this property in in, in f- somewhere in January, February, March. It was in the month of May that we got hold of the documents. Now, it was the month of May that we moved here for the first time. And I, I wouldn't have said this, but I want you to understand that we are just entered a very Kairos moment month. So you must be very sensitive. So you can be in a church when these things are happening and you can be very... Because, you see, the church is not this building. The church are the people. And God deals with us. That is how come, over the years, when God started speaking to me about the fact that he... Uh, we, he, he not only me, but I've had these prophecies in the 90s about how God, will through the church, I pastor will raise multi-millionaires. And you have had men of God who have come here who don't know anything about the history of what I've heard, and they've said it. So, I want us to be very sensitive to what God's dealings with when it comes to the month of May. I'm not saying that is a very sacred man, but I just want to be sensitive. This man, I'm believing God that God will give us an, a prophetic atmosphere that we are going to push some things and give birth to it. Somebody hearing me? So let's bow and pray. Heavenly Father, we ask you that today you release your word over our lives. Give me the strength, the mental stability, the stableness in my spirit to be able to preach this word in the name of Jesus. So say, a kingdom factor. Genesis chapter 26 verse 1 to 5, and we'll be reading 12 to 14. Then we'll read another text in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. So, Genesis chapter 26, verse 1 to 5. There was famine in the land besides the first famine that was in the days of Abraham. And Isaac went to Abimelech, the king of the Philistines in Gara. Then the Lord appeared to him and said... Do not go down to Egypt. Live in the land of which I shall tell you. Dwell in this land. I will be with you and bless you for to you and your descendants I give all these lands. I will perform the oath which I swore to Abraham your father. I will make your descendants multiply as the stars of the heaven. I will give To your descendants all these lands and in your seed all the nations of the earth shall be blessed. Because Abraham obeyed my voice, kept my commandments, my statutes and my laws. Verse 12. Then Isaac sowed in the land and in that same year a hundredfold and the Lord blessed him. And the man began to prosper and continued prospering until he became prosperous. For he had possessions of flocks, possessions of head, and a great number of servants. So the Philistines envied him. Now the Philistines stopped all the words which the, fa- the fa- which his father's servants had dug in the days of Abraham, his father. And they filled it with debt. And Abimelech said to Isaac, go away from us for you are mightier than we. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6. But without faith, it's impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must faith believe that he is, that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. I want you to know that our global economy, economy is you see I'm not saying this as a false prophet or putting fear but I'm talking to you about the realities that is happening the global economy that is supposed to have been recovering from from COVID is still now going down because of the earth crisis, the global crisis we have and within our West African sub-region we have about three nations the poorest three nations are found here so the subregion where we live in which is a subregion of uh, um, sub uh, subregion has about the three poorest nations hence this nation this subregion is very f- fragile anytime oil prices shift unless They have always been unfair world trade practices against the third world. So we buy, we we produce things, but we don't get the maximum financial benefit from it because some some way somehow we have had challenges where our products are not processed, and the and 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 the proverb says it that he. who who does not process meat will be poor. So, unfortunately too, we have had, due to leadership practices as African nations, we've gone through a lot. It is believed that Africa is about 430 years behind the first world countries. But one thing I want you to know that if we are going to live in this system and fulfill kingdom agenda for kingdom advancement, we must live by the kingdom factor principle. The kingdom factor principle is an ability to tap into heaven's economy resources and blessings to live a life that is acceptable. The kingdom factor is not dependent on your location. World economy may have have a, a fact on it, may have influence on it. But it doesn't depend on your qualification, your race, or color. But it depends On the God who made the heavens and the earth. So if we are going to operate by the kingdom factor. It means that we must begin to look beyond the economy of Ghana and look to God. May our help not come from abroad but above. May our help come from above. Let me say it that way. Because sometimes the systems of the world makes you look abroad. But there's an economy that is above. And that economy is bigger than any economy. And that economy has an ability to change your life, change your destiny, and shift you to the next level. Like Isaac dwelt, the Bible says that Isaac dwelt in the land. There was farming in the land, and our world today there's farming. And I always say that sometimes I, I, I am not, I, I, I have no choice but to sometimes watch CNN to see what is happening and it's affecting everything. So there was farming in the land and we can live in a land of farming. The Bible says that there was farming in the land so Isaac decided to also move to Egypt. But it's very important that You must live by kingdom factor where God wants you to be. I am not against anybody migrating out of this country, going to somewhere else which sometimes and most times and every time the economies are better than this. But the fact is that have you heard from God? The Bible says that he wanted to move because to another location. But it is God's location that he gives you a location. It is God's location that he told you is where he gives you a location. God is not bothered about the location that you are in. But he can give it to you if you are in the right location. So God will always make provision for us in our lo- location. The Bible says here that and the Lord spoke to him and told him that don't go but stay in this land. I am not saying that if God tells you to move tomorrow don't move. But is that God are you clear about that? Today, we live in an economy, we live in a country where things are not the best. But I want you to know that there are people who also have come here to make money from this same land. That we are saying that there's no money. Who told us no money in Ghana? When, (laughs) oh, somebody is going to kick into some kingdom dimensions. God is about to hit your life God is about to shift you God is about to move you from the back and bring you into the next dimension of your life i speak over somebody that you shall be sensitive to the voice of god uh, i decree and declare the bible say you shall hear a voice telling you there is the way to walk in i speak over somebody that you will not be oblivious to the voice of god the will of god and the purpose of god for you shall be at the right place at the right time and at that place god shall make a, an allocation for somebody i see god make allocation for somebody I see God make an allocation for somebody somebody it does not matter where you are located but if God says be there I speak over somebody let grace let there be a kingdom factor let there be an open door may God send you hell from Zion I prophesy over somebody's life today that in the name of Jesus I decree and declare may you step out of the ordinary and step into another the level. May you step out of that which has restricted you and come into the blessing. I decree and declare that in the name of Jesus. And the Bible says that the Lord spoke to him, dwell in that land dwell in that land when you hear God dwell in that land everybody know that I am not a strict puppet preacher that's why God is small iPad to make me feel comfortable so let me come down here. praise the name of the Lord dwell in the land so what is very important is to hear God. Anyone who will be empowered to succeed, hear God. Let the voice of God be clear and I can hear God's voice for you. That's why many businesses, many people's lives have been destroyed by prophetic word because they themselves didn't hear God for themselves. Somebody hearing me? He said, dwell in the land. It is time for you to begin to ask God, What do you want me to do? What what business should I do? What investment should I do? I am not talking to only business people, even civil servants. Today is May Day. The Bible says that he told him to dwell. And he began to reiterate prophecies that he gave his father Abraham. And that is my danger. Because some of us today are the first generational Christians in our family. But we are not in covenant with we are taking our Christianity for a joke. You so say, Oh, there are family curses. So, after family curses, you break it. What next? You raise a family generational blessing too. Every day, family curses. How long will you be breaking family curses? <laughs> How long? Because when there's a, a family curse in your life, you must go opposite that curse. So your attitude, your behavior, your relationship with God should begin to live a relationship that when even you die and go, your children have something to hold on to. But You are not taking your Christian life seriously. You don't care. And it's because you are selfish. The Bible says that I will fulfill the oath. So I want to ask the question, if you die today, will God have a covenant with your children because you serve God? That's the question I want to ask everybody. So where you serve... The ministry you serve. Your service of God. I'm not saying that you necessarily serve, service of God. Uh, 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 serving the church. But your commitment to God. No matter. And there's a realm. I'll come to that. There's a realm that you yourself can enter personal covenants with God. And entering a covenant with God is a price you pay. Not the prophet tell you, go and do this. You yourself. You and God. You and God. So the Bible says that so Isaac dwelt in the land but not only that he dwelt in the land if we must live by the kingdom factor we must sow in the land it means we must be ready to work give, to bear, conceive, and yield in spite of the negative conditions around us. Work! I have been reading a lot about the world millionaires All these guys, Leo Max and every guy, all these big guys, they didn't come, they got their money just three years ago. 10, 15, 20, 30 years. Are you ready to work? Some of us get a job and we are lousy and lazy. We are a Christian, lazy. I hate lazy people. If you are lazy, don't come near me. Lousy people, I don't like them. Isaac sold in the land. They were observing. They were. They were. People were saying that there was farming, There was difficulty, but in every crisis, there's opportunity. Last year, when when Ado came here, he said that was during the cover that she made the highest sales of her lifetime. You are sitting down and said, "Even Church what's your covenant with God?" I'm not saying the COVID, COVID hit everybody but how can, you must decide that no matter what is happening, you are still going to survive. And the Bible says that, put a text on the scripture. the Bible said, and Isaac sowed in the land. It's time to sow. I am not talking about offering. No way. Diligence. Do extra. It's not about about offering. No, no, no. no. You working for that person, you are sowing. I have realized that in destiny, every path you have, every path you are in is towards your destiny. So work it as if that is the only moment you have to live something ahead of you but work as if that is the only moment you have am I speaking to somebody here yeah. oh I, I, I this is not the kind of job I want to do so I, I like I manage it Hey, having to be seen stories that somebody went to a bank as a, a gate man but after some number of years became the MD of the same bank There's nothing like an oil to pour on your head today. Then tomorrow things will change. I believe in the prophetic. I'll pray in the prophetic. And this month, we are going to put some things prophetically. But, labor works with grace. Or grace works with labor. And the Bible says that when he sold in that land, he began to reap in the same year a hundredfold and the lord blessed him and some of us let me say something to you the labor you are in today is very important because you might not even get the results this year two years to come three years to come four years to come but some time as you are consistent, as you are pushing, as you are working, as you are doing it well, you see the results. There's no shortcut, there's no shortcut, church. There's no shortcut. Am I speaking something to somebody today? And the Bible says that he began to prosper. Verse 13, please. He began to prosper. He continued prospering until he became prosperous. You must believe God for three levels of prosperity. You see, capacity. Today, some of us will be at, you begin to prosper my hand time by because there's another living that you continue to prosper so you begin to prosper is a seed so when you begin to prosper is the first level is a seed so don't eat your capital don't eat the things that brought you to where you began to prosper don't begin to spend money on the things that made you begin to prosper. I am not saying that live a life of you must be frugal, but wise. But don't be don't operate in prodigality. What? Small money comes into your hands and all you are looking for. I was telling somebody today, this morning, that there are two extremes of poverty. When you begin to experience money, it's either you become very stingy that you cannot even eat well to live. (laughs) Because of the poverty you have faced. Or you go to the extreme where you become extravagant. You go into your wardrobe, you find things that you've never worn before, you won't give to anybody, and all you are doing is spend it, spend this. So when money comes into your hands, you are mad. When you finish, then you are now normal. Three levels. So those are two things. There must be a balance. 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 And the Bible said that and he continued prospering. Second level. So now the first level is what he used to base the second level. May we not remain at the first level. It shouldn't be said that we had money for five years, ten years and after that we came into poverty. It shouldn't be said in this house. Then the Bible says that he became levels of prosperity. Say, I'll prosper. I'll continue prospering and I'll become prosperous. And the next thing that happens, the Bible said "I and he increased Please, track with me. Track with me. Track with me. For he had possessions, possessions of flocks, of, possessions of herds, and a great number of servants, servants and the Philistines envied him. You must increase in stocks, bonds, and investment and property. In those days, the herds, the flocks were the stocks. So the stock, the kind of stock you have determines the kind of breed you have. Unfortunately, our, uh, our banking issues came up and now we don't even know which one to trust anymore until treasury bills. But you must you cannot stay in somebody's house and pack three cars. Let me smiling. You see, Land, <laughs> listen to me very well. Land is a sign of covenant. Land is a sign of covenant. That's why the 20 year plan that Dr. Tabor drew for us that, he said everybody at least own one acre. If you don't, can it be own one acre? Owns 70 by 100 or 70 by 80. Land is a sign of covenant. The Bible says that he increased. He increased. In and if you're going to get wealth, you must be an investor. You don't need to impress anybody around. I am not against I shall be. That's what the Nigerians say. Ashobie, I I order. I shall be. So when they are going for every funeral, they have to. Take a special cloth. I don't have a problem. If you are close to the family, do it. It's our couch, it's our way of celebrating the dead. But even you buy on credit, no, don't need to impress anybody. Me, I don't need to. My confidence in, so, in, so in what I wear, what I drive. How I appear. No, I don't need to impress anybody. I don't need to have a title. If you watch all our billboards, my name is Eric Meku. I don't need even to be called Reverend Because my identity is not based on my title. God said, I'll make your name great, not your title great. I am not against it. School, no, no. my coca I must a PhD, but missing my, my brain. I am not PhD now, and changing my salary, with ICGC. And oh said the because you have got a PhD, increase your salary too. What my impact will give me is more than PhD. I'm not against PhD. Go for a PhD. Go to go. No, no, go. Go. Now they say, I should go and do five years, eh? Five years. And one of the things I know is that I am not a classroom lecturer material. Me, the way I understand things, when, when I can't teach, because I want you to understand the way I teach, I understand it. And if I'm telling you the way I understand it, you can't get it. I get angry with you. <laughs> so very early, I got to just for my children, <laughs> because me, I understand a thing in a particular way. So I can be in a lecture room, and when my lecturer finishes talking, talking, I say, "So this is what you mean." He say, "Yes." I finish. But I cannot explain line upon line. I'll do let and say maybe. Hallelujah. Praise the name of that. Number three, you must be a well digger. Let's go to the next verse. He says that the Bible says that and they stop the wells which his father had dug in the days of Abraham and they fill it with egg. Let me tell you something. You must be a well digger. You must have an ability to create life in the place where there's no life. You enter an office, you bring life. Let me say this testimony, and I'm not saying with with all humility. When we moved to not by the Goyal, one day the Goyal owner came to me and said, Pastor Eric, since you came here, you brought light to this place. And I also noticed that when we left, You must be a well digger. They may say there's no job. Go for anything that you can survive. I was telling somebody. Some of you see me here, very nice guy. My year went to Wallastar from 16 years. But yeah, 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 I'm not joking. I, I think I showed some of. I showed you the building of we build at home. I showed you. I was walking from my father's house over t- almost about five months come and do pong pong. but today I thank God because it disciplined me that wherever you place me I'll still suffer, I'll dig a well I'll dig a well I will dig a well, you cover it I'll dig it, you cover it, I'll dig it I release an anointing for you to be a well digger when you enter a space and things are dead may God give you grace Well, Digger must hone his gifts and skills, our ability to produce. May you be a staff with your boss, that your boss cannot do without you. It's not only about favor, but your skills. Hone your skills. That is why we are doing all these seminars. That's why we are doing all these seminars from how to go for an interview, how to prepare, how to appear at a meeting, how to dress properly. That's why we are doing all these seminars and sometimes it doesn't happen in a vacuum. So after you have prayed, after you have fasted, after you have done all that, have the skills. Have the skill. Have the skill. May God cause you to be a life creator. Number four, the Bible says that and they envied him. That one. If you begin to increase, you must be ready to stand envy and jealousy. Oh, that one, yo. It's part of life. I'm making, I'm not following trajectory like I envy. Let me tell you something. If you can't handle people's success, watch your heart. As soon as your life comes to a point where you cannot handle people's success, watch your heart. Thank God you had a baby, but you are angry. You should have had. Thank God you bought the car. But watch your heart. And for me, number one, one way the anointing flows through you as a minister of the gospel, as a Christian is your heart. Towards people. Number two, one of the ways to continue prospering and become prosperous is that you are not envious of anybody's prosperity you are always excited for people genuinely excited not even what they do something small they do you are excited you are happy because what you make happen for people will also happen for you but as long as you don't want it to happen for your neighbor it will not happen for you In kingdom factor, God will make a covenant with you. To sustain what God must do in your life, you must come to a place of covenant with God. You can't be a Christian who hasn't held a covenant. And the interesting thing is that I'm not talking about this covenant, there's a realm, I don't know whether, I'm not saying everybody who have, there's a place where God you in your work with God, you tell God that, or God asks you for something, or God wants you to do something, because he wants to enter a covenant with you and normally if God wants to enter a covenant, he really requires what he wants in, in, in Genesis he said, Abraham bring all these things so that I'll enter a covenant with you, so are you hearing God So, what covenant? And some of you have a a problem with the covenant of tithing. Covenant of tithing, you have a problem with it. You have a big problem with it. And that is just you honoring God. And there are Christians today who have got all kinds of words to say about tithing. I'm not saying that because you are taking tithe today, but I'm telling you Bible. Then after that, there are times that God tells you, give me this so that I can keep you alive. Do this for me so that I can keep you alive. Do this for me so that I can perpetrate what i began with you. Have you obeyed God on that? Another one. God tell. How many know that God have told them to do something that they've not done it yet? Lift up your hands. Be honest. I don't I'll ask you the question. Be very honest with yourself. Lift up your hands. Very holy church. So all of them. <laughs> there are things that God will tell you. said, do this for my house. Do this for the church. Do this for that sister. Do this for that brother. So that I will enter a covenant with you. Yeah. Sometimes God can let you go and take care of a widow. So that I can enter a covenant of preservation with you. That your, your, your wife and children will not be a widow. Say so go and do it. So it becomes a blockade covenant. The Bible said that he made a covenant with Isaac. The, and and if you follow the text, any time he dug a well, they, they were covering it. And as for you, you know that any time you are in a good place, death, people will put death on you. then when you are able to enter a covenant with God, he brings you to the place that your enemies will be at peace with you. When they say your enemies will be at peace with you, it means that they can do anything but they can't succeed. So they say, oh, we can't do it anymore. Bible says that because he stayed in the land and sowed in the land, he reaped a hundredfold, and in that land he began to prosper, he continued prospering until he became prosperous. And the Bible says that even the wells that he was trying to redig, some some of us, they are wells of our fathers, that they we have to redig. And sometimes when you are doing it, people in your family will fight you. People in your household will fight because you are trying to remember your father's good deeds. They hate it. Do it. Do it. Do it. You will fight battles. Do it. No envy you, do it. But the main thing is that be where God wants you to be be in covenant with God. This morning, I want you to know that we are in a new season. I don't know, because I've been carrying this message from January. In fact, when Doc de- uh, um, <laughs> declared a team, this was the text God gave me. That will begin to prosper. We we'll continue prospering. And I declare over your life that every well you dig, you will find water. Anywhere you sow, any Philistine spirit contending with your life, any Philistine spirit bringing envy and jealousy, any Philistine spirit conspiring against your progress. May your labor not be in vain and the bible said he began to prosper can, can, can i see it in can, can we see it in amplified and he continued prospering until he became the bible says that and Isaac became great and gained more until he became became wealthy and extremely distinguished Riches come in two ways. Wealth and honor. That is why I always say that never use your wealth to fight anybody who is deprived. Never. 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 One of the things I don't like in my life is strife. If you come and say, this might belongs to you. You come and prove to me that this might belong to you. No, I don't like it just destabilizes me so we take it because I am a well digger oh <laughs> no miss next to which because I'm going to deal with another one they can take away the coat but they can't take away the anointing and the purpose why they take away the coat is because you have outgrown the coat